Apple drops leather, and also dropping CSAM scanning. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. What happens before the show starts and after we sign off? Informative, fun, and completely off-script conversations. That's what. Mac Voices After Dark is an exclusive benefit for our Patreon subscribers. Sign up now at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. It's Mac Voices Live. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you here with us in the chat room. We have a few people gathering, and I'm sure we'll see more as we go. Um, yeah, it's one of those evenings. Um, we have the, uh, the, the Apple event um, coming at us next week. And so it seems like that's all anybody wants to talk about. So we're not going to talk about it. Because at this stage, the speculation is endless. It doesn't seem to matter what it's backed up by. There's just everybody wants to speculate and then be able to say they got it right. So we're just going to skip over that, talk about some of the things that some of the other things we think are important. And then next Tuesday, uh, this Mac Voices Live show will be happening only a few hours after the keynote. So that's when we will talk about everything that actually was announced so please set your calendars, reminders, smart home, uh, smart assistants, whatever, to remind you a little bit before 8 p.m. Eastern to show up here on YouTube and join us because it'll be a great discussion. With that, let's go around the room, see all who, who all is here tonight, and then we'll take it from there. Um, it's just it, the tradition continues. Dave Ginsburg at the top left of my screen. Dave, it's good to have you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, and I uh, hope everybody had a great uh, long holiday, and I was looking forward to coming back here and talking tech and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, it's, it's it, those three, I love the three-day holidays, but they always uh, are weekends, but they sort of throw me off because I feel like we yeah. should be doing the show tomorrow night, but this is the correct night, so. Mm-hmm. It is. Glad everybody's here. Yeah. Speaking of correctness, Jim Ray is here. Jim, it's good to have you. <laughs> We could delay it just like my trash pickup has been delayed. Yeah, mine's delayed by a day. Yeah, oh, okay. mine too. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, but I think we'll just go on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here in, in a reptile that I, I absolutely love. Good job, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you look so dignified. I appreciate it. Thanks. That's compliments to my wife. She picked it out. Yeah. <laughs> nice shirt, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. She gets yeah. the kudos on that one, too. <laughs> I, good for you. Give her giving her the credit. That's good man. Good man. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Uh with no tie on tonight, but with another amazing quilt, Mr. Webb Webb Bixby. Webb, it's good to have you. Chuck, it's good to be here. I hope uh, uh, I can impart my own sense of wisdom tonight. So we will take it. We will take it. But it's occurring to me, Brian's giving credit to his wife for dressing. Your wife is doing the quilts. I think we had to have a Mac Voices Live Wives Night. <laughs> good luck with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, just a thought. Uh. Just a thought. Eric Bolden is here tonight. This time, though, he is surrounded by grapes. 
I thought I'd go for Concord grapes. You know, I, I figure when they finish ripening, that's that's when Apple will announce everything. So each day I go out and look, and they're not ripe yet, so I know I don't have to worry, and I don't have to look at anything. That's okay, my this, this is a new one. I haven't heard of this one before. But I, they, they look, I tell you, they look just really good. They make me want to reach over and pick one. Just grab one right off, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Last but absolutely not least, uh, back in his usual virtual haunt, Mr. Uh, ben Rathig. Ben, good to have you as always. Always good to be here. We have transitioned from the summer of fun to the fall of technology. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what comes next week. But we said we weren't going to talk about it and we're going to stay away from it. But there is something that seems to be making the rounds in the news. Now, this is one of those. That, I've got a couple of things tonight that border on that no man's land of rumors. But I think it's interesting that we're even having this discussion. Uh, and that is that um, apparently Apple is going to move away from leather watch bands. And they've been offering six, some serious discounts to Apple employees for the Hermes leather watch bands, um, ostensibly to clear out stock. The more I thought about this, the more given Apple's stance on so many things, political correctness, I was kind of surprised that it's taken this long. Does anybody else feel that this is erroneous or isn't going to happen? Or because I, I mean, I know an awful lot of people that really love leather watch bands. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, I think I, I, the rumors were were already cooking, at least for the iPhone cases too. That the iPhone uh, Apple wasn't going to make an, a leather case. Um, I mean, I can't imagine how well the Hermes uh, watch bands sell. I mean, that's another thing. Uh, but you know, obviously, it's up. It was up to that, up to that uh, manufacturer if they want to continue on when Hermes does. But uh, no, I'm not surprised. I was thinking another consideration could be too. Uh, maybe it's not the partnership necessarily with Apple, but maybe the you know just as a third party vendor whether it's uh, Hermes or another brand that just wants to continue selling. Um, I don't think there's anything in place that would stop them from doing so. No third, like, uh, you know, the knockoffs or the third party yeah. band, band sellers are on Amazon. You just get them for next to nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, leather watch bands, whether Apple makes them or not, aren't going away anytime soon. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It just surprises me a little bit that Apple would just take themselves out of a complete category. Maybe it doesn't make money. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. this may this may be just a straight up business decision. I, you know, I mean, Apple is not going to rise and fall on watch bands. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with you. I, I think that uh, you know, and I think we we whether you. Chuck, whether you like me saying this or not, you do pay a premium when you have that Apple logo put on something. Um, and uh, I, you know, personally, I, I use a, a leather wallet with my iPhone. I like wallets. That's just my style. Um, and uh, I'll continue to, you know, we'll talk about uh, next week whether I get a new iPhone or not. Um, and I will get a new leather case to go with it. And Apple got out of the, the, the iPhone wallet business 
two iPhones ago, I think. So anyway, um, I don't think that they were losing money on it. I just don't think that they uh, um, were making money and uh, uh, or making a lot of money on it. So I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, it doesn't make any difference to me because I tend not to to use the uh, the leather anyway. But again, it just a part of me says that if there is this a step, a step away from the whole fashion thing, the high fashion thing a little bit, or is it a nod more to the the PETA people, um, or is it something else? Because I agree with all of you, they're not going away. It just they just right. may not be Apple branded. Maybe it's just Johnny Ive has been gone long enough. The deal ran out. Seems like a Johnny Ive thing. I was going to note too. I did see in the uh, article there was there were some uh, uh, particular colors of the solo loop bands that I guess were also going at deep discount. Uh, not super surprised, you know, for you know when they have different colors. But it also mentioned a uh, uh, MagSafe charging dock. Um, that kind of surprised me. I, you know, I don't know if there's a new model they're coming out with or something like that. That kind of was surprising, though. Uh, what's the what's the new feature in the new iOS version? Um, oh, the, the stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightstand. Nightstand. That hmm. you know, it seems like that that is going to require a particular magnetic charging dock. From from an orientation standpoint, so maybe they're just trying to get rid of anything that's not. That's a good point. Yeah, but that said, I've I don't know about you all, but I I do not own a charging puck anywhere. I've never understood charging pucks because my phone has to be you know laying flat down where you can't see it. So I've always gone for something that if it's magnetic, then it's going to be held up and can be angled toward me and. Or if it's just propped into uh, a charger, like some of the or some of the anchors, you know, where it's it may not be MagSafe, but it's Qi, it's so it's still charging. But then my phone is usable; it's right there in front of me, so I can see what messages come in or whatever it's doing. So I, I don't know. It just I mean, there seemed to be a fair amount of press being given to this, uh, and it'll you know we'll we'll see what happens. And see if it even gets an announcement, or if it just gets quietly put to the side, or if they're just clearing out colors. I uh, with the solo loop, Ben. You know, maybe so. But the, I mean, are the the leathers aren't always like seasonal colors. They're just sort of most of them are just sort of leather colored, aren't they? I mean, you can pretty much have the same coloring in leather that you can in. Uh, any of the nylon or other fabric bands. Anybody here wearing? I know what you just said about your phone web, but anybody here wear weather leather bands? No. Yeah, my primary used to be a leather band, uh, but I have to uh, procure myself some new lugs since they broke. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Anybody using the solo loops? Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay, David. Good. I was going to say somebody. Somebody. Okay. Eric? Um, 
Oh, sorry, I got all distracted by what do I have in my wrist? <laughs> Just totally, totally not in the zone anymore. Uh, no, what I was going to say is that the the maybe the leather alternatives have gotten the material has finally gotten good enough for Apple to seriously consider it. Um, I've noticed that car vendors have been switching over to leather alternative materials, and they've actually been pretty good. So I, I'm really kind of excited to see what they come out with and what it feels like. Maybe it gives them some different options on, on color. Um, I've had leather cases on my phone and, you know, it's good for the first month or so. And then I beat the ever living crap out of it. And, and then it's got like scuff marks everywhere. So I'm, I'm hoping a new material will be a little bit more scuff resistant. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my leather uh, wallet has been kind of beat to heck. Web, does yours look like uh, Ben's? I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to think what the name of this one was. It's it's the Apple band. It has a little mini magnet, so it just pops right on. I'm not sure what what name they call this one. That's what I was trying to look up. So, and it, it's. I think it's a pleather. I think it's a fake leather, but uh, I like it a lot. So, and I normally had gone with a um, a stainless steel or a metal band uh, until I got this watch, and then I kept it and liked it. So, yeah, just trying that, to remember what what the name of it is. And because I, I know they made it for a while in black, which is I got one that was my first Apple Watch band, and I love that thing. And it lasted for like four and a half versions. Um, or four and a half editions of the watch, and then it eventually just gave up the ghost. Um, and then I went over to the uh, one of the mesh magnetics, um, a, a knockoff, and have loved it ever since because the thing is almost indestructible. Although I keep stealing silverware and pens unintentionally. <laughs> um. Okay, so the other the other one I wanted to bring up, and is a little more controversial. It's not. It has nothing to do with uh, next week's announcements, but um, the the information that was going around about Apple just quietly dropping the CSAM scanning, and you know its rationale, and of course, as you would expect, now the other side is giving it heat. Mm -hmm. uh, the the, the the child safety advocates and and some law enforcement and you know i i am not endorsing csam so forget that you know but just it's we saw this come out at first and everybody was screaming that apple was opening the door because they were going to be scanning all the photos to look for this and in the in the, on their servers and the privacy advocates went nuts now apple's kind of dropping back and acknowledging that yeah it's it's the classic encryption thing that you can't open the door for one for the good guys without opening it for the bad guys so at least for the moment it looks like they're they're backing off on it and trying to develop something that is a bit more on device as opposed to in the cloud not sure how that's going to go either but i'm anxious to hear what you all think about this when I read it, um, one thing that can, that I applauded their new decision, what they're currently doing, 
was it did worry me that Apple, I believe, will follow the laws of this of the country that they're in. And if they're operating, um, you know, and there's that availability, the technology exists to be able to scan photos, it could be opened up to other types of photos. Mm-hmm. And if, if a particular nation, you know, wants certain photos to not appear or have people in trouble if they have certain photos on their cameras, that type of thing, that's pretty worrisome. Yeah, I mean, this this was pretty much a no-win scenario for Apple. I mean, CSAM is bad. It is really bad. Yet, so is opening that door for potential uh, 1984-level stuff. Um, It's... I mean, whatever decision Apple made, uh, there was going there's going to be a group that is rightly enraged. And enraged, Ben, is the thing that gets me because it seems like no matter which direction Apple turns or anybody else, I mean, we're talking about Apple, but anybody else, somebody is not going to be happy about it in a big, big way and is going to yeah. you know raise cane about it. And part of you starts to wonder if you know, the safest thing for a company, not just Apple, but any company to do is just sort of ignore it and say, we're not yeah. taking a stance on it. Um, and of course, that doesn't really help the situation. But, you know, at to least... Be perfectly... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, just at least your your name doesn't show up in the headlines. Yeah. I mean, the, honestly, until there was a... Uh, they came up with something that w- worked for most they probably should have just said nothing. Yeah, but that's not, that's not <laughs> Apple's thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, and this, yeah, this kind of quietly went away. I mean, we talked about this, what, two years ago when this first came mm-hmm. out, and there really hasn't been any discussion about it ever since. But now all of a sudden, because Apple, something got released saying that Apple is uh, just defending their reasons why they abandoned it, and they abandoned it. We're talking about it now. Um, I I think the, all the privacy concerns have always been there. I, I think that's what a lot of people are, we're not happy about. Um, I, in a sense, I think it's nice in the fact if it's safety in its position and what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I, yeah, I'm I'm concerned a little bit about privacy because you know it could be scanning photos you'd want it to see. I mean, just like we think about celebrities that that have announced that someone hacked their iCloud account and got got access to all their photos i mean mm-hmm. it, you you, uh, you kind of feel that could be another way of people being able to see things you don't want them to see i mean there's mm-hmm. there's a whole reason why we have privacy and you know if i, I don't want to share a photo with something i should have every right not to mm-hmm. and, and including my children um but you know there's it's there's a there's two sides to it because yeah obviously with, the, with this abuse you, you you want to be able to find out if it's if it's happening and, and it's just it's very unfortunate they're kind of we're kind of in the middle of it all david you just said that not discussing uh unreleased products or features is not apple's thing I, think that's... I didn't mean I didn't mean I didn't mean unreleased products i mean i mean discussing well, but, its but reason that's... why it abandoned it that's my mistake well that they're only discussing it because they discussed it in the first place two well, years ago. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's what Ben meant, which I was going to say, if he didn't, you know, the best policy for Apple would have been to have never spoken of this in the first place. 
at, um, at, the, at the beginning, right? Two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but Jim, how was how would that have ever worked? Because yeah, you know that somebody sooner or later somebody would have found out about it, and you know that and the same well, battle lines would have been drawn. I, well, yeah, if they if they would have, you know, they got to talk about it if they do it. But they, you know, they talked about it and then they didn't do it. So, of course, you know. I guess part of the reason why they didn't do it was because they got the pushback. So, you know, I'm glad they discussed it because that wound up in, in them deciding not to do it. Um, I'd, I'd rather be transparent about it than, than not. I mean, yeah. It, well, but, you know, they're always deciding, you know, there, there's tons of things that Apple might or might not do. And they're, uh, you know, they're not, they're not transparent about it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so in this case, they happen you know, I think they thought there was some advantage at the time in, in pre-announcing this. And, you know, they, they thought that was going to be a, a plus for them. And uh, I guess not so much. Yeah. Well, if you're going to scan anybody's photos for any reason, you pretty much have to, at the very least, put something in the terms of service. Mm-hmm. I mean, Well, I, I mean, the flip side is... Uh, Aren't all the others, you know, the only difference is they were going to do it on the device. I Google Photos that scans, you know, Twitter scans, uh, Meta scans, everybody scans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the difference is that Apple was like, you know, we're going to try to scan in a more, you know, and they don't, none of those people, do, you know, they don't really talk about the fact that they do that. But I think, you know, anybody is just like, oh, yeah, I'm uploading to the cloud. So, Duh, of course they're going to scan. But Apple does have a higher uh, perceived uh, level of privacy than most companies. Well, you know, I think when this came out, there was a lot of speculation that, oh, they're going to come up with a, you know, fully encrypted backups or something. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, the idea or, or <clears throat> that, you know, people thought, oh, well, this is going to be how they're going to make sure that CSAM does it wind up on their servers where they can't see it? Um, but they didn't wind up doing that either. So. And if memory serves, that was one of the, I, I think we discussed it, and I'm sure somebody at Apple did too, that, uh, you know, CSAM could end, end up on Apple servers. And that can present a whole lot of issues, just like it was showing it, it showed up I mean, plenty of places, you know, and I think Google also was was concerned about that part of it as well. Yeah, and those companies, and probably Apple is scanning for it on their end. So if you Mm -hmm. upload it to iCloud, I think, you know, they will look for it there. I think they do that now. Um, But the the controversial part about this was they were going to scan for it on your phone. So even if you never uploaded it anywhere they were still already scanning on your device you do you i mean is there anything I, i've forgotten now but i don't think they scan for csim in your on their servers because then they if they found it they would be obligated to do something about it mm-hmm. um, so i don't think they were doing i I mean, I think they they do the 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 uh, 
uh, the image recognition that we all enjoy, you know, in photos. So they're they're who? doing some kind of scanning, but I don't think that they're doing. Who, who was it? There was some guy that got in trouble because a doctor said, "Take a picture of your son, medical problem." And yeah, but that was um, that was Google. I think that was, that was Google. Google. That was yeah. Google. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so I don't know if Apple is doing that, but what I'm saying is, you know, these other services are definitely scanning for CSAM. They're not doing it on the device though they're 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 doing it on their device so you know i think there's no controversy that if you put a phone on our server we would mean an image you know we could look at that and decide if there's a problem um what was controversial about apple's was apple was doing it not on their device i.e the server they were going to do it on you know my device or your device or, you know, whoever's device. And people were like, you know, that's mine. It's sitting in my house. You know, how dare you scan this, these images that I haven't shared with anybody even to back them up. One of the reasons I brought this whole thing up, because in in a sense it is old news, other than the fact that Apple's having to defend now the, the discontinuance of it, at least at the moment. Um, is this just sounded, th- this had overtones of some of the things we discussed about the UK and the EU um, in the last couple of weeks and the legislation that's pending there, not just for Apple and other tech companies, but just this, we're back to the whole idea again of encryption and things being private that law enforcement can't look at. And they, the legislature still seems to want to, uh, and I'm not sure that that's not the proper term for the UK, but the the authorities still believe, seem to believe that there's some way that, yeah, you can give us this magic backdoor key that will never, we will never lose it, and you know it will never be mis- misused, and that's mm-hmm. just not possible. Yeah, you can't guarantee that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Or discovered I, by I, chance. I'm not sure that this or is be really... compelled to share it with somebody else, say in a court of law, mm-hmm. um, under subpoena that that they they might have to share that that back door, if you will. So, yeah. Well, and now we're circling the whole way back to Apple's yeah. fight with the FBI over the San Bernardino shooter. Yeah. You know, so and and fortunately, Apple stood firm there because that could have been some devastating case law. Mm-hmm. Now, I I don't know. It just it all feels like it's all wrapped up into the same thing. Where hmm, that's interesting. Um, it feels like it's wrapped up into the same thing of privacy, Big Brother, and the authorities. You know, for whatever reason, good or bad, wanting to do things that just are not technologically possible. It just doesn't yeah. work. Any other thoughts on that before we move on? Well, there's some good things that have come out of this, I think, in that trying to trying to develop technology to scan for images that aren't supposed to be on servers um, has been able to be redirected to scanning for images that might personally offend you so that software can kind of pre-blur um, it or pre-hide it 
and confirm that you really, really want to see it to kind of reduce the harassment factor of images or give you a chance to more rationally think about whether you really want to, you know, read that post. Um, that, that I have been kind of encouraged by. It's it's not stopping it anywhere else. It's not reporting to anywhere else. It's just trying to protect your, your eyes from whatever might hit your device. That I kind of see as something sort of promising and perhaps being able to give other guidance or help or assistance or suggestions that perhaps whatever it is you just almost looked at is something you shouldn't have on your device. I think could be helpful without intruding, you know, having government reach in and look and and having your privacy um, breached. Eric, that's an interesting point, and I hadn't thought about it that way. But you're right. We have the ability to filter out, we'll pick on social media for a second. We have the ability to filter out keywords or even block people we don't want to hear from or topics we don't want to hear from. And so is is this giving us the power to do the same thing with images? That's a, that's a really interesting point. A little more control. Especially coming into an election year. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's all machine learning. Yeah, but then I well, I, I guess I'm taking Eric's point though that it's it's taking, it's putting that, it's putting the, that capability in our hands, so that if you know if I don't want to see, I don't know if I don't want to see another picture of Putin, then since Mark Fuchio isn't here, if I don't want to see another picture of Putin, um, you know I can just say no more Putin. Yeah. Or is he just blocked out? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, interesting, really interesting point, Eric. On the next edition of Mac Voices, the panel discusses Spotify putting song lyrics behind a paywall and also the top five risks to Apple. Or are they? That's next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.